The following audio content is a talk given at The Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website at www.upc.org forward slash university. What tonight is really all about is a, a celebration, an opportunity for us to have fun together as a community at the end of the year because when it comes down to it, the reason that we gather each week, the way that we do here in this room called Larson Hall, is about the good news of God in Jesus Christ. That what we, what we celebrate on a night tonight by singing, by doing crazy dances, by watching a crazy video and getting to hear a few more stories, is we celebrate the fact that even though we wrestle with this, we doubt this good news... That, that it is mysterious to us. There's these paradoxes like strength and weakness. That ultimately we are still talking about good news. This is the good news of God in Jesus Christ that changes and transforms us. And that is why we do what we do. I want you to hear these words from the prophet Isaiah uh, that I think capture what my hope is as we... Finish up a year together, and, and for those of us that, that are coming back in, in the fall, uh, this, is, this is my hope and prayer for us. Hear these, these awesome words from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 55. That as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth, It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song before you and the trees of the fields will clap their hands. That's our prayer. To go out in joy, to be led forth in peace because we are people of the good news. We gather around this good news And it changes us in all the ways that we doubt it, in all the ways that it is mysterious. And so tonight, I want us to hear from uh, these four people and one other about how that good news, uh, how they've seen that good news, how it's played out in in their lives. So uh, for the next few moments, we're going to do kind of an extended testimony from people that you have had the opportunity to get to know in crazy videos and perhaps... Even some one-on-ones or mission trips or small groups uh, to hear their story. So, you ready? Great. (laughs) Tracy, uh, this was kind of your fifth year here. Okay, it was... uh, So, so tell us a little bit about your journey over four years Mm -hmm. and how you've experienced God's grace in this final human year. Yeah, so as many of you guys know, I have attended the inn, this is like my fifth year, because I came here when I was a freshman, and um, I think right away when I, when I came to the inn, I wanted, my main desire was just to be noticed. I didn't really care about being known too much, as much as I cared about like being noticed and wanting to impress people and having them like me. So right away, I got really involved, um, I went on pretty much most of the mission trips. I got involved in freshman group right away, core group, a deputation, everything. And for the most part, it was great, very life-giving, but um, I was very busy all throughout college. Um, but anyway, I met some awesome people, um, formed some great community in that. 
And, and so going into the internship, um, I kind of had this expe- expectation of, oh my gosh, like, yeah, like I, I know like everything. I, <laughs> I've been on all the trips. I know all the activities. I, I have it down. I, I know the ropes. And I kind of, I failed to, to recognize, um, the main mission of the inn, which is people over program. And that didn't really hit me until I actually became an intern and I started hanging out with students all the time. Um, so I think, um, yeah, I just love how the inn really recognizes, um, that it's really important to know each other and knowing people is the most important thing and knowing God is definitely the most important thing. So I think, um, knowing yourself, knowing the people around you and knowing God are three things that I've really, um, just come, I've come to crave really. And I've seen God's faithful faithfulness in that. Um, first of all, just knowing myself more, learning who I am during this internship, um, has been humbling to say the least. I've realized that I don't know everything. Um, there's always more to learn and, uh, I'm very selfish, I have to admit. And, and that this kind of comes across when, like, something happens that I'm in charge of and something maybe goes wrong. Like, I am so hesitant to take the blame for things. And I've realized during this internship that it's so important to just take the blame, like, take responsibility for yourself, own up to it, and say, you know what, I'm sorry. I will try harder next time. And don't dwell on it, but just move on. And then the second thing is knowing each other, knowing your coworkers, knowing the students. Um, and this comes across mainly in just affirming people and encouraging them and meeting people where they're at and not expecting perfection from them. Um, and this is kind of mainly played out when maybe I have, like, I don't know, like a bad day in the office, and I'm just kind of, like, irritated. And then someone does something that is just so frustrating to me, and I just kind of lash out, and I'm like, ah! Like, and I and I am so, I don't know, I'm, I'm not quick to forgive that person. And, I, and so at the beginning of the year, I um, I wrote this this passage from Ephesians, which is from Ephesians 4, and it talks about, like, let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. And then it goes on, and then it continues, and it says, and be kind and compassionate and forgive each other just as in Christ God forgave you. And so uh, forgiveness is something I've learned so much, and, um, and that kind of goes into learning about who God is and knowing God. Um, I've learned that God is definitely a God of grace, and, I mean, I knew that before, but it just kind of has been magnified during this internship and just offering grace to people because he offered grace to me first. And so I think those are the ways I've seen God's faithfulness and um, and then just having this peace that kind of transcends all understanding with that. So it's been awesome. And I'm not saying that everything's great and I'm not saying that everything's bad, but through it all, I just have this incredible peace. So That's good. Yeah. That's good. Thanks for sharing, Tracy. Mm-hmm. Tracy's one of those people, too, that you can... Uh, you can challenge her to do anything crazy, and at first she'll be like, no, I don't want to do that. Come on, Tracy, do a belly flop. No, it's going to hurt. And then she does the belly flop for you. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you came, you came from a context totally different. You uh, men was totally new to you. Share, us, uh, share with us how you've discovered God's grace in a new context this year. Uh, yeah, I came in not knowing anything. I didn't know, I didn't know what the inn was um, when I got up here. That was exciting. Um, but uh, coming up here, it was great to, to find out that my job was to hang out with college students because I was just a college student, so that's fun for me. But um, one of the best parts coming in was the mentorship I got from uh, Ryan Church and Mike McAvoy. 
and uh, the relationships that was built um, through working with them. And uh, coming from out of college, I never I was in a situation where I never really had uh, people in my life like they have been, and uh, people who I really care about, and people who care about me, and uh, go out of their way to um, to be with me and, and be involved in my life. And uh, it was something that going through college, I I was okay the whole time. I was never, I sought out mentorship, but I was kind of okay with not, not having it because I had Christian community. So I thought I was kind of fine, you know, I wasn't doing anything really dumb. So I thought it was okay. And, um, and it made me realize how much I needed that. Um, and how much I wish I would have had it in college and to have people who really genuinely care about me and people who I hear God from and people who speak God into my life. And, uh, that's a big way of how I learn and grow in my faith is to have people um, that I can talk to. Sometimes uh, not everything uh, comes together in my brain. Um, my thoughts are kind of scrambled. Thanks, Briggs. Um, so when I have the chance to like talk it out, I really, I really benefit from that. And uh, there's been multiple conversations where I'm just kind of talking. I have no idea what I'm saying like currently. And, and afterwards, I'll go, oh, my gosh, I just totally... Figured that out. Um, so just the importance of having people I can talk to and um, people who understand me and uh, who, who I understand. And, uh, and I think, I hope that, um, that I've been able to do that with my core group guys. Um, so I don't know. They're a bunch of stud muffins, but uh, that's my Good prayer. Good the 80s. Yeah, well, they are. Um, but yeah, just the mentorship has been amazing and something that I've really needed and uh, really grown um, this year from having that. So, Brian has been, his enthusiasm has been a source of energy, I know, for the entire staff and I know for Brian's core group as well and for anybody that has had the opportunity to hang out with Petey, you know that he's a bit like the Energizer Bunny for sure. Chris, uh, as we've talked, your, a, a theme for this experience for you was, was similarly mentorship. Share with us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, I think it's kind of interesting because I think a lot of what I have to talk about how I've really experienced God's faithfulness is kind of what Brian was talking about, but almost kind of on the flip side. Um, I've had the experience, fortunately, in college of seeing mentors pour into my life and just seeing the incredible blessing that has been. And something I was super excited about coming into this internship was this opportunity all of a sudden where a large part of my job was to go seek out college guys and just spend time with them, hang out with them, which means a lot of coffee, which means a lot of ping pong, shooting hoops, which, I mean, is pretty sweet overall. Um, but it's really funny because I got into it in the first couple weeks and hang out with a ton of guys, and it's just going great, and I'm just super energized. And then I can just hit this point where I'm like, holy crap, what on earth does it mean to disciple college guys? And I just am, like, stuck, and I'm like, okay, so I am a year out of college, and all of a sudden I'm put in this place to really try to mentor to these people. And I remember having some conversations with Ryan because – I definitely felt this kind of need to be relevant to these people to come in with a little, you know, anecdotal piece of wisdom that they'd walk out and just be like, oh my gosh, Chris does it again, you know. I just really desire that. And I'd be like, I know, what do you, what do you need? Come to me. And I very quickly realized that that's not who I am at all. Um, and I remember Ryan saying something that was really profound to me. And he's just like, we're not called to be relevant. We're called to be faithful. And to me, that really looked like you are called to show up in these people's lives. You're called to go have a cup of coffee with them, to play ping pong with them, to go on a walk, to go on a jog, um, and just to hear their heart, hear what Jesus is doing in their life. 
Um, and as I started to do that a little bit this year, I really just started to have this experience of now being able to sit in front of all of you at the end of the year and be like, wow, you know, I really did, you know, my best. And I very much so hope that I was able to mentor a lot of guys, but something that God showed me that he was very faithful and just living into that call to show up. I have been so incredibly blessed by all of those people that I tried to pour into. I mean, honestly, I feel like I've learned more from every single conversation I've had with all the freshman guys I hang out with, sophomores, juniors, seniors. I walk in there and I listen to these guys. I listen to their heart. I listen to their passions and their desires and their struggles. And so many times I walk out being like, holy crap, you know, that's exactly where I am. Or, wow, I never thought of it that way. You know, and it's just really incredible for me to be like, okay, I came into this place thinking that I needed to be this mentor, needed to be this person that had all the right things to say. And just by showing up, God blessed me so much that this community has taught me so much, challenged me in so many ways and leaves me nine months later, just totally transformed in a lot of ways and blessed by this community. Um, if I think the thing that I really take away from that is that God is faithful when you just show up, when you take the time to seek others out, to love on them, to care for them, just to sit down and listen to what's going on in their life and listen to their heart. Um, and he really has an interesting way of challenging you, of stretching you and just blessing you because of that. Chris is one of those guys that at our staff retreat at the very beginning of the year, he fires like a 250 in a bowling game. And for, for somebody in my position, you've got to understand this, that I'm going, we just hired a guy that's good at bar sports, okay? <laughs> what does this mean and how has he spent his time? But it turns out Chris is just one of those guys that, is, that seems to just be good at everything. We've been blessed by, by his skills uh, here on, on staff. <laughs> Becca, you, you have similarly had a, an experience of, of growth um, in experiencing community as, as has been shared. And it's given you this vision of hope for beyond here. Share with us a little bit around that. Yeah, I definitely was surprised by what I learned this year. Um, and I think one of the biggest things is just the freedom to be broken and to be real and to sometimes not be okay and to not be ashamed of that. Um, I don't know, growing up, I to church every week and always kind of felt this pressure to, as a follower of Jesus, like I need to be happy and I need to be pretty put together, have my life figured out, be successful. Um, but I found myself at the beginning of this internship, just in a place of brokenness. And, um, it took me a long time for, to even admit to myself that like I was in a place where like I needed help. Um, I found myself in a, my relationship with my parents had just gotten really, really bad to the point that it was affecting my daily life. Um, and so I had to start seeking help, and I started going to counseling and just started to share my story with people. Um, and through that, I've just discovered that I'm not alone and um, that being authentic and being real and even sharing when things aren't okay um, has really been really healing for me. And um, I found just honestly tons of freedom in that, and that's really what gives me hope for the future is just I'm free to be imperfect and not okay, and God's faithful and still walking with me in that moment too. And Becca has inspired us with her courage in living into that uh, this year. That discovery is never an easy one and Becca has done it with tremendous grace and it's been fun to see God at work in her life. Uh, one other voice I want you to hear from is somebody that, uh, as, as you may or, or may not be aware, every year we have to say goodbye to the interns or fire them, depending on your perspective. And so uh, it's, always, it's always bittersweet to, to see an intern class go, and, and usually the senior staff, we're back, we're here for the summer, and we welcome that 
the, that group back uh, in the fall. But one of our team that will not be back in the fall is Emily Vansel. And it's, it's, again, bittersweet because we're so excited about what's going on in, in her life. Uh, but we are going to miss the incredible gifts, the pastoral heart that, that she brings. She, uh, come on up, Emily. Uh, she was a student here at UW, was here for four years. And, yeah. Yeah, you guys can stay. Um, and has spent four more years with us. So, Emily, tell us a little bit about the next chapter of your life and what you know. Uh, what you, the things you do know, knowing that there's a lot of yeah. question marks. Absolutely. And then just share with us how you've, how you've seen God's grace in this last four years. Um, absolutely. Well, I, as you know, I'm the, I've been the Greek ministry coordinator here and I have loved, loved, loved my job. And I, as I was even sitting over here, I was thinking it would have to take something pretty incredible to get me to leave this place. Um, and so that something pretty incredible has come in the form of, um, someone sitting right over there, uh, Jason Soshnik, um, who, as you might know, Got engaged a few months ago, about um, three months ago. So we are in the brink of being married um, in the next uh, three weeks, I think. June 26th. So that is what takes me away from this place, really. He lives in Spokane. I've lived here, so we've tugged to war about where we would live and ultimately have landed on uh, being in Spokane next year where he gets the chance to um, keep doing some of the work he's been doing with youth and even start a new nonprofit this next year. And then I've been given the opportunity to work at Whitworth University um, for all of you Spokenites when you're on vacation, Christmas break, whatever. Um, Shoot me Facebook. Um, I'll be on campus as a resident director, like I said. So I get to do some of the same work I've been doing here, but in a much different context. So that's what's coming up. Great. Um, Go for it. (laughs) Go nuts. Um, Yeah, it's kind of, to be honest with you, it feels really, really, really surreal to stand up here. Um, to be thinking, I'm the one that's leaving. Like Ryan was saying, I'm so used to sending people off, sending seniors off, and now um, it's weird to be in the spot where I'm saying goodbye and I'm going to be the one that's not um, returning. And in many ways, I feel like this senior class, they were the first ones that were here in my first year on the job. And as I've seen them um, transform and grow into who they have become and the incredible people that they have become, I feel like my life has been totally transformed in my four years. It's kind of like my four, second four years, not of college, but in just being here um, and getting to have God use me um, during this time. And um, I think just a few um, reflections on that. Even as we were singing, I Ask for the Nations, that last song, um, I couldn't help but just, um, I think, even feel just uh, some, agony is not the right word, but just heart, because I just know that there's been so many times that I have been here and have sung that song and I have prayed and my heart's prayer and heart's cry has been for you guys, for UW students, SPU, um, all of you in college age to just know the love um, and power of Jesus Christ. Um, And especially as my job is related to the Greek system, just praying even for that area, that specific part of campus to know um, the Lord. And I think for me, I've been totally transformed by your lives um, in the processes I've gotten to step out um, in faith. I know that I took this job being totally afraid. I had a huge, huge heart and I wanted to serve, but I was scared to death. Um, And there's been several times that in the last four years as I've met with Ryan weekly or I've been part of senior staff and, you know, whether we're joking around or talking about things in the office or spending time together, 
where I feel like I've come and I've said, well, I'm kind of thinking about what about this idea or here's some of my thoughts. And there's been so many times where I've just gotten the affirmative. Yes, that is good. Go with it. Um, and I would step out just this little timid step. And I just felt this incredible team behind me saying, go for it. And God is with you. And so I think in that, as I was saying, like seniors have just transformed in the last four years. I feel like I've transformed and just grown into who, who I am and get to continue to continue to do that and step forward in that and working with college students, which is thrilling. And um, I guess the final thing in terms of what I'm taking with me is just that God is so good. I just think about these last four years and how more has happened than I would have even expected and that God has continuously um, exceeded my expectations um, and that I can just put my weight down even more firm on that truth that God is good um, and he is always with us. And that's prompts to hold on to you. Great. We will miss Emily's pastoral heart and perpetual encouragement that she shares with us. Jason, why don't you come up too? Jason, uh, her fiance. Jason is affectionately known around the office as the sex guy because he is a sex educator. So we're like, Emily, you're marrying the sex guy, which is, you know, got to be interesting i'm sure so uh this is jason soshnik and uh and we're going to have an opportunity to pray for emily and jason the interns in just a few minutes um but here's what i hear before we before there's there's one other group i want to recognize but before we get there here's here's what i want you to take away from from the five stories that you've just heard is that God's grace and his movement among us, the good news, is real. And as this is kind of, uh, in some ways, a New Year's Eve in student culture, uh, the end of the year is an opportunity for us to reflect. I want to challenge each of you to reflect on how have you seen God's grace in the last year. I know, as I look out here... I know that you have stories uh, that, that there is evidence of God's grace in your lives. Be encouraged tonight or perhaps over the next week or two as you recall the evidence of God's grace in your life. My challenge to you is to see that God has been more faithful than you've given him credit for. I challenge you to see that. Spend some time reflecting on the evidence of God's grace in your life that you've seen even the past year, even if it's been hard. Don't get this confused with with us getting up on a night of celebration saying, the Christian life is always great and it's easy. It's not. Sometimes the evidence of God's grace means there was something very difficult in your life. Let that be. Let that be. Look for the evidence of God's grace in your life. Finally, seniors, would you please stand? All seniors in the room. If you're graduating, you're going to be gone. Please stand. Yeah, give it up for the seniors. Again, I'm... And remain standing here for just... This won't be long. Is you've often heard me pray from up front... My prayer for you in a brief charge is this, that the incredible experience that you've just had to get a literally a world-class education, 
Whether you're graduating from UW, SU, SPU, wherever it may be, you have, you've had the opportunity to have something that less than 10% of the world get to experience. A world-class education. And the prayer that perhaps you've heard from me is that you would use this education for the edification, for the building up of God's kingdom. That all of this knowledge that you have is not to be hoarded. In fact, I don't care what your grades are, what your grades were, how you use that knowledge and how you use it to serve others. For the building up of God's kingdom, where injustice is erased, that will tell us how smart you are. Okay, put into work this incredible opportunity that you have had for the building up of God's kingdom. And that is exactly what we want to commission you to uh, as you experience your last in tonight. So, here's what we're going to do. Per the uh, New Testament tradition, we want to lay hands on, on these seniors, on these interns. So we're going to have you guys disperse. So if you're around somebody, in fact, why don't you stand up, put a hand on a shoulder, on a back, a head, okay? And as, as I always like to invite, we believe in the transitive property of the laying on of hands here at the inn. Yeah, run around, find somebody you want to pray for. We'll invite the worship band to come up as I pray. All right, let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your work among us. We thank you that your good news matters to individuals that your grace matters to communities and it matters to us. Lord, for the ways that you have, have changed us, that you have grown us, that you have pruned us, that you have challenged us, we say thank you. Lord, I pray that you would make these interns, that you would make these seniors, you would make Jason and Emily attentive to your spirits leading. That you would give them soft hearts and open minds to receive, Lord, whatever it is that you would have for them. Lord, that for all of these, whatever is next, that you would lead them into doing things that would build up your kingdom. That would matter in the lives of others. That they would be salt and light and that love would be the way that people would describe them. It would be what defines their lives. Lord, let them and let all of us be people that go out in joy and be led back in peace. Lord, your news is good news. And help us connect with that all the more tonight and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.